Blast Off. That thing's operational. Dr. Ben. Now might be a really good time for you to get angry. That's my secret, Captain. I'm always angry. Hello and welcome to episode 96 of the Usual Podcast. Podcast we discuss Star Wars The Old Republic, the Star Wars franchise, and geek and pop culture. I'm your host, Marshall, and with me, as always, is my co-host, Will. What's going on, my friend? The old 96er. I'm not, Does I'm, that mean we have to eat the fat, too? Is that, the, is that for that movie? The Great Outdoors. The, oh, yeah, we had to eat that big-ass steak. Not finished. Fat, too. That's disgusting. Anyway, um, and we're just sitting here enjoying our usual frosty beverages. What you drinking? Uh, well, I uh, had a couple of sodas with dinner. I didn't actually drink any alcohol tonight. Yeah, you blew it. And then uh, during our previous uh, uh, segment, yeah, I had a nice IBC root beer, and now yeah. I'm uh, imbibing a Diet Pepsi. It's the choice of the Kendall generation. Yeah, here, man. Uh, we're gonna talk about. Okay, get it, Kendall Jenner. Yeah, no, no, I got it. Uh, I got it. All right. Can I gloss? Glossing. All right, so I'm gonna. Uh, we'll talk more about that last segment we did here in just a couple minutes but i am drinking a saint archer uh ipa from um it's uh san diego from san diego are you drinking that in honor of the archer dreamland season that's going on right now yeah but i i my recorder's not recording it and so i'm having to get them on demand and it's a thing but it's fine they just uh aired episode four and i haven't watched it yet but i'm going to oh so i'm not behind i've seen the first three yeah so i'm good oh nifty um, so anyway, man, uh, let's see, let's just get this stuff out of the way and we'll talk about what we've been doing. Yeah. Logistics are a little odd today. Yeah, seriously. So before we get started, if you have comments, questions, you can find us at the usual podcast.com, email us at the usual podcast at gmail.com. And we're on Facebook, Google plus Pinterest, Instagram, Twitch, and YouTube. I am at Darth pops on Twitter. Will is at I'm Will Griggs. We're on iTunes and Stitcher radio. And of course, Google play. Uh, if you see us on those things, give us positive ratings. We like that. We did. We It'd be nice to get some more, but honestly, all the ones we got are five stars. Yeah, so, they are. So I'm in. Uh, so, but share us on the social medias when you see us. We have the timestamps in the show notes for non-Sportor fans, and we're changing it up again just a bit this week, um, which we'll talk about here in just a second. And um, but thanks to everybody in the chat room, and we appreciate it. And we will say hello and what's not, what not. Happy Star Wars Day! Happy Star Wars Day! Yeah, may the fourth be with you all. Indeed. So we got to get some stuff out of the way before we get to our straight up slow tour section. And, uh, the first thing is we kind of, we're going to experiment for the next couple of weeks with a little bit of a format change. And really we're just flip flopping things around to see how things go. So, uh, what we're thinking is the first 30 minutes, uh, from eight to eight 30, because I feel like a lot of our listeners, um, are slow tour fans and they want to hear us talk about slow tour probably, but I, I'm I'm curious to see how this goes. So what we're going to do is we're going to dedicate from 8 o'clock to 8.30, roughly, obviously, give or take, uh, for Star Wars The Old Republic. And the main reason we're going to do that is we want to be consistent with people who just want to hear us live on, talk about that. Um, and then we're going to kind of, what, go back to our other format pretty much, right? Yeah, we'll go to the trailer time and then go to the rest of our show. Yeah. So we'll do trailer time, which we were doing in the beginning, which has been great. Um, and that's our Patreon yeah, great feedback on that. Yeah. And that's our Patreon exclusive that we do. Um, and if you join in live, you can check us, check it out. We basically watch the latest trailers, comment on them and stuff like that. And then I put that in a separate video feed for our patrons. So if you want to give us a buck or two an episode, patreon.com slash usual podcast, and you can get that as along with, uh, blooper reels and other things that we put out. Yeah. You every can watch week. us watch a cool trailer and go, dude, dude, wasn't dude, that great, dude? Dude. <laughs> 
Anyway, um, sweet. And and really, we're looking for feedback. So if you like the format, this new format this week, and I'll kind of tell say why we're doing this format this week uh, in a minute. But if you like it, let us know. If not, we'll go back to the other stuff. Um, yeah, if you don't like it, let us know too. Yeah, and if not, we're just going to do whatever we want. <laughs> if you don't tell us you hate it, then we're just going to assume you like it. Screw you guys. We're going to podcast the way we want. Indeed. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> stupid. Uh, so we just got done with our influencer mega stream. Yeah, we were uh, very uh, humbled and uh, mm-hmm. and uh, thankful to be asked on to Kid Lee's uh, stream. Yeah, and this is and there's a little history with this. So what happened was what happened was uh, Swotor official Swotor um, and Twitch Prime partnered up, and basically it said like, look, we're so there's some promotions I'll talk about here in a little bit, but Swotor is decided to highlight certain influencers right yes um and their stream so we got a schedule together and so in honor of may the 4th going for the next two weeks uh there's a schedule over at twitch.tv slash uh and you can see when all the influencers streaming and what we're doing so kid lee put together a stream for tonight and he was on for a few hours and he had different people on each hour we were part of the last hour uh the two of us and sakari yeah which was great and um we had a lot of fun <laughs> talking Swotor and start talking star wars and we just finished up on that. So before we move past that, uh, what'd you think? Did you have a good time? Yeah, I had a really good time, except for when all you youngins kept calling me old. Yeah, well, look, I mean, you were, you were the elder of the group. So well, I am like 120 years old. Yeah. So we got a couple jabs in there, but overall, I thought it was pretty cool. Uh, we had a lot of uh, familiar faces in the chat. Um, and it, it was really a lot of fun. Um, you know, we got some questions from the chat room and this is something a lot of the influencers have been talking about is how can we get uh everybody kind of in one place and one of the uh things that came out of that was let's let's do some sort of uh Q&A kind of thing you know what i mean exactly uh and so that's that's kind of where that came from so uh but it was a lot of fun yeah no it it was a lot of fun um we had Sakari on there and Kidley was hosting and uh it was a good time we uh, we got to ask uh, it was like it was really cool cuz we got to talk about uh, the origins of our Star Wars fanhood and and uh you know how it's different from today. Well, the other cool thing was, um, which is something we don't, uh, say every week for obvious reasons is how we came up with the show. Okay. And, um, and I think we're getting close to episode 100. I think we're going to, what we're going to end up doing is probably reliving that and talking about that a little bit more in depth, but somebody, I think it's finally time we just broke out the script and yeah, no, and, just, and, and just did a read through. Oh man, those are the days. So anyway, uh, but it was a lot of fun. So I'm, I'm glad we got to do that. And Sakari and them are streaming right now, which is why we probably have no one in our chat room. But the, the bottom line is, um, I like what Swotor is doing with the influencer program. I like that they're supporting us. They retweeted a couple of tweets based off of our show, which for me is huge considering, uh, you know, every, every show is looking for more, num- bigger numbers every course, week, yeah. you know, and, uh, when, Something like Sotor actually says, hey, these are the people that we endorse. I think that's a big deal. Oh, absolutely. So, a lot of fun. Um, so that was really cool. Uh, so before we get into our weekend game, I should do our uh, bumper for Sotor, since we're actually technically in our Sotor section. You want to fight? I'm ready. You do not have to stand against me. Instead, I will share all of this with you. If you will own me. Oh, my. 
Did you mime it again? Yes, but I didn't do the inappropriate joke. Oh, that's good. Okay. Anyway. Uh, yeah. So before we get too deep into this, uh, we are uh, another announcement, which uh, on the heels of what we were just talking about as far as influencers and, and that kind of thing. Uh, Wog Knight. Uh, so here's the hiccup with us being influencers. And this is something we talked about a couple weeks ago. Uh, us being influencers because we are not solely a SWOTOR show. Uh, Musco can't say, hey, everybody go watch this show. Right, because we're not just SWOTOR. We talk about everything under the sun as far as pop culture and all that goes, right? Correct. So, what, that's what the other reason we're going to do from about 8 to 8.30, just SWOTOR, just in case, just in case Eric changes his mind. But, uh, the cool thing is, is that Wog Night, though, on the Twitch, on the Twitch channel for SWOTOR, so twitch.tv slash SWOTOR, uh, you can see, like I said a minute ago, the list of all of the, the schedule, right? Yes. And one of the things he was into supporting was, our wog night which is what's an ops group we've been running for well over a year now and um the the cool thing about it is i finally got my stream stable and ready to go and uh last night last week was a lot of fun we did uh tithe and eyeless we did the ping pong eyeless and then we uh (laughs) and then we did tithe that was a lot of fun uh but the cool part about it is this week this friday starting tomorrow may 5th and uh next friday uh, Swotor will be hosting my stream, which is not intimidating at all. Uh, be hosting my stream when I'm doing our wog run. So I'm gonna be playing some music. I will be drinking, and I will likely be singing. It'll be a little bit of a revenge for the sixth, <laughs> indeed. So on Revenge of the Fifth Day, is that it? Revenge of the Fifth. Yeah. Uh, what we're gonna do is tomorrow night the plan is KP, and then we're gonna do Tithe again because KP cool. has gotten a lot easier. So we're gonna do that. Um, and I'll have hecka prizes in there. Um, hella prizes even. Um, I've got cartel coins and subcodes and, and stuff like that. So, and I don't want to get, I don't want to get everybody's help, hopes up, but I might actually be there. He might, but he might not. I might. <laughs> anyway, man. Um, so I'm really excited for that for the next couple of weeks. So look for that Friday nights, uh, on this channel, uh, on this channel will be Friday nights walk. It'll be great. Yeah. It should be a lot of fun. And so speaking of, Twitch, since apparently that's pretty much all we're talking about right now. So Twitch promotion, uh, Amazon, not Amazon Prime, Twitch Prime, Twitch which Prime. is actually part of Amazon, obviously, uh, has made a gaming connection with Swotor, which is pretty damn cool. Yes. So really what it comes down to is if you do a free trial or switch over to, uh, Twitch Prime, which I did because I've been an Amazon Prime fan forever, uh, fan, uh, Amazon Prime member forever. Uh, you actually get it part of your account. Oh, that's which awesome. is pretty cool. So you actually get loot and stuff like that. So part of it was you get a free sixty, a level sixty-five Outlander character, um, in Swotor and an ACPT Walker mount. Ooh, very cool. Which is pretty damn cool. So and, yeah, and didn't I look on the uh the the Swotor page today? And you also get a a crate. A crate. I don't remember seeing anything about a crate, but I'll double check. Uh, but the the this promotion is is pretty cool actually um so definitely check that out if you're on twitch and you're thinking about soul tour this is a pretty cool thing um yeah i don't oh you what you meant yeah so you get like little bonus loot and stuff like that and that's part of the uh twitch prime thing there's this little thing called twitch uh prime loot and you click on that like i have one little thing up here right now i don't know what it is so i'm waiting for later it's like a christmas present oh i got you you know what i'm saying um, so it's pretty, it's pretty cool. Um, so definitely that's, that's part of it. So here we are. Very cool. It might be something I should look into. Indeed. 
All right, man. So, uh, what do you think? What'd you do in game this week? Um, uh, I actually didn't do much in game this week. I started playing a little bit more of my uh, Jedi Counselor's Ill Emissions. Mm. And so, as you can tell, I'm uh, right. Seriously? I'm right on the cusp Hello? of the uh, the new content. Yeah, yeah. You're on the bleeding edge. Bleeding edge, indeed. Yeah. That's, that's pretty much it. That's what I did. Oh, cool. It's the end of track season, and so we had our last meet this week. We hosted it, so it was a lot of work. Yeah. Um, starting next week, I should be able to play some more. Cool, man. Um, as I said earlier, uh, mostly what I did was the wild run. Um, and that that eyeless is a lot of fun, actually. Depending on who my off uh, the other tank is, because right. we have to bounce eyeless back and forth, and um, it's a lot of fun. And I was actually pretty stoked about um having the stream stay solid like i said i upped my internet speed and stuff um and if you're watching the stream right now it's probably a little clearer than it has been a couple weeks ago so it's a lot of fun yeah i remember last friday i got home really late and uh i, I sat down and i and i pulled up your stream and i saw you guys wipe the last time but then you guys yeah that happened yeah and then you guys beat yeah. it and so it was, it was so what are you trying watch. to say that we suck uh well they that you were you were tanking <laughs> so it's all your fault wow yeah okay cool um yeah and I like music. I like kind of hanging out and having a good time. And Friday night's my unwind night. So, yeah, I may or may not have been singing. He wants to dance. Yeah, well, I would dance, but I was playing the game. Oh, you were dancing in a chair. I know you were. Oh, I certainly was. Anyway, uh, so that's pretty much all I did this week. Uh, my my other goal is to uh, really get into the IOCAT dailies and get through those. And so I can solidly kind of give some feedback on that because I really feel like... Um, I haven't dived into that enough. So no, I'm I'm actually I'm really looking forward to school finally being over in about five weeks, um, because then I could really dive into Kotech because I still haven't done that. Yep, cool, man. All right, so let's get to some news, man. Uh, so maintenance uh was on the second, and boy, did that not go well. No, I, I remember. <laughs> well, first of all, I've already updated my patch, which is you know this is early for me to yeah, update a patch. Yeah, yeah. But um, I remember I was at work on on Tuesday morning, and it said. Uh, the surfers will be down for another hour. Uh, no, it was several hours. <laughs> it, it did not come up for a while. Uh, it took a long time. People were, you know, of course, people were antsy trying to get in. Um, and then there were a couple people that were still having some issues after the servers came up a few hours later. Okay. Let me guess, were they on Harbinger? Yeah, it was a little hit or miss. But um, ultimately, all that got worked out. So uh, there was a combination of things. Let me bring Let me bring this up. So... Really what happened was there was something, initial bit rate or things went wrong, and then uh, then there was something with the data centers. I don't want to get into the technical stuff, but really it was just, just didn't go that well. Yeah, which, we're not coders. Yeah, well, I'm not. <laughs> anyway, man, so patch notes. You ready for patch notes? Absolutely, patch notes. Are you going to read me patch notes? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read some of them. You're going to read some of what? Some patch notes. Patch notes. So May the 4th. In honor of May the 4th, so starting to, yes, today. Oh, today. did we get our annual uh, droid? Indeed. So you can log in between May 2nd and May 8th. I, oh, I don't know why I said today. So May 2nd and May 8th, so earn your very own M4Y6 Astromech Mini Pet. And there's also a double XP event that will run from May 4th to May 14th. Ooh. Which I'm looking forward to, actually, because there's a couple tunes I want to just bust out and be done. You know? I have a bunch of 65 sitting around. I'm just, I'm ready to get them up there. You know? Okay. I may just have done like the basic gear quest, but all my tunes are 70, dude. All right. Well, I don't judge much. Okay. Can you believe we have now earned our sixth annual droid? Sixth annual. 
It was funny, actually. Today, uh, there was a stream. Musco got in for the May the 4th stream for an hour, just kind of, and basically just farted around, did a flashpoint, and just kind of right. talked to the chat. But what was kind of cool was he um, asked in chat how many people have been around since the beginning, year one, beta, that kind of right. thing. There were a lot of people that are still, to this day, saying that they still play the game. Um, that were in chat that were saying they've been there since beta, which I thought was well, pretty cool. Both of us have been in since beta. Oh, I know, and I there's I, only been one month that I haven't been a subscriber. Okay, little quick little side little okay, story here. Here we go. Is me being the achievement whore I am. Mm. One of the things that you have to ho- have is uh, for the for the Tatooine planetary con or to uh, the planetary quests. There, one of them is you have to kill a certain amount of Jawas with the. Jawa balloon riding Jawa. Oh, yeah, the party Jawa thing. The party Jawa out. The one month that I did not subscribe was the month they gave that out. And you can't buy it. (laughs) And you can't buy it. It's not something you can buy from the cartel market. You can't buy it on the the GTN, whatever. Right. Um, But I really wanted... I I can't not finish achievements on planets. Of course. Right. And so I just... I wrote... uh, Swotor, and they said, okay, we, we're looking at your subscription, and for some reason, this literally is the only month you've never subscribed, so we're going to go ahead and give it to you for oh free. Oh, yeah, that's funny. And so they gave it to all my tunes, and so I was able to do it. That's good, dude. Moving on. Uh, so, patch notes. So, uh, May the Force happening, we have double XP, all that, that's pretty damn cool. Um, there's a bunch of, like, bug fixes in here. Of course, I'm not going to run through all of them, but there's well, a couple. say that. I know, but I'm really not going to this time because we're almost at our, our 830 mark anyway. Um, there's some GSI support, uh, terminals are once again active on the cab. Is this part of the, that GSI sequence thing? Um, yeah. where you, where you, uh, have yeah. to shoot them with the macro binoculars, right? Well, that is a GSI mission, but no, the GSI uh, planetary quests are the ones where there was like five on Alderaan. There was like, Five on McCann. Oh, the support terminals. No, those are the things yeah. that you get when you get there, and it gives you a buff. Oh, yes. Yes. And apparently those weren't working, which is pretty... Which, Well, if you're a low-level tune trying to do McKeb, then yeah. So uh, there's a correct faction uh, tooltip will now display regardless of what area a player is in on, on Iocath. And an achievement, this is for you, Woo-hoo. has been added for completing the subverting the tower droid mission on Iocath. Okay, cool. I don't know what that is yet. No, I don't either. But it's there. So here we are. This bugged me. Actually, when I first went through some of the quests on Iocath, the player's temporary ability bar will no longer disappear after exiting an alternate form. So if you're a walker, a mouse droid, or whatever before that, it, it, it should remain such as if the heroic moment is active. I was having an issue where uh, I would have the heroic moment going, and then you have those special abilities, and then... Your batteries are dead? All right. Well, while we wait for Marshall to change the batteries in his mic, um, it'll be just a moment. I'm back. Yes, you are back. Thank you. I'm back, baby. Sorry about that. I meant to check ahead of time, but we were on the other stream and I forgot. So here we are. I'm sure we've lost no viewers in the interim, but that's fine. Uh, so let's get back to these patch notes. There's a couple things uh, that I want to talk about, too. Uh, veteran and master flashpoints will now drop loot for players 51 through 64. I don't know how that was an issue. Right. But I, I guess it was. And there was a bolster issue apparently on, uh, veteran and master mode battle of Rishi. So that was a thing. 
And these are specific to Tithe, which is Gods from the Machine. And the lockout timer for defeating Tithe is now set to reset on Tuesday with all other lockout timers. There was a lockout issue. I remember that being yeah, a thing. Yeah, that's kind of weird. And Tithe will now drop crafting materials, which I think is interesting. I don't know if any bosses ever dropped crafting materials, but maybe they're talking about like Jawa junk and stuff like that, maybe? I don't know. Well, it could be Jawa junk, but yeah, that's what that, I think that would make sense. So oh, I'm, no, 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 my no. My camera got messed up. Too. Well, is, Tithe's a, a droid, isn't he? Uh, yeah. Well, then maybe he can scavenge him. Huh? Maybe. I don't know. And after his, <laughs> I think these kind of things are funny. Uh, sorry about the camera and stuff, guys. We were still trying to get reset up from where we were before. Um, so after his impressive interest cinematic, Tithe has decided to actually wield his weapon. Oh, nice. Which, I mean, it's a big ass saber staff. Yeah. So. Why not show that in the interest <laughs> cinematic? And this one I think is the best. Even though he's a god. Tice interest cinematic will no longer play after he's been defeated. <laughs> that's pretty funny. I don't even know. I just, I just think that's great. Um, there's a bunch of other bug fixes uh, with items in economy, but I'm not going to run through all of this. Uh, there was a couple other things. Uh, something having to do actually with uh, players on IOCath can now interact with vendors while they're in other forms, such as the IOCath monitor and mouse droid. And... Uh, they added a new item called Legendary Iocath Shard Cluster, and this consumable is dropped from some daily missions on Iocath, and this shard cluster is buying on pickup and will award more shards than Artifact Iocath Shard Cluster. Cool. I feel like I said shard cluster a lot. Uh, I thought you were saying shard to begin with, uh, but mm, it's right. All right. Well, I wasn't, but... No, I, I'm kidding. I knew you weren't. Here we are. Okay. Um... All right, man. So that's that's kind of all I wanted to touch on. There's a bunch of bug fixes with uh, missions and NPCs, uh, but nothing I can think of really looking through this that was... Uh, I do need to say this one. IOCAF daily missions have had their command experience rewards increased as they will now uh, reward consumable CXP packs. Um, remember, uh, and this goes along with it, IOCAF Sentinel Walker and Mouse Droid Daily missions have now had a credit boom or credit explosion, and Outcast Shard Clusters added to their mission rewards. Because remember, people were saying that essentially, why bother with the Outcast missions? Because they give so little CXP and exactly. other rewards. Right. Remember you mentioned so that. they're trying to bring those up, um, essentially. So that's good. Good. All right, all right, man. So I think uh, I think that takes us out of that patch notes, at least. Um, yeah. There, what's this uh, going on with companions? There was an issue with companions, um, and. I don't think this is resolved, and I actually have not checked my deal after I finished the IOCath missions. I never looked at my companions. Right. I might be victim to this. I know people may not even know that they are. So there was a bug that is currently occurring, uh, currently occurring that is if you complete IOCath while you have active repeatable chapter missions available, you'll be blocked from getting the companion, um, as intended. Okay. So if you were supposed to get, uh, Quinn, for example, was it Quinn? Malavite Quinn? Yeah, Quinn yeah. or Dorn. Quinn or, uh, yeah. So if you were supposed to get that companion, you had an active chapter going, you were blocked from getting it. From so, like Coated or Coffee. Yeah. So when we, we, uh, we've locked down exactly what's causing the issue, but it won't, it wouldn't have been fixed until the patch a couple days ago. Right. The issue with that though is that they don't have a fix for people that already, people did that it. already did it. So if you don't have that companion for some reason, that's, going to be a problem so um it says let's see i'll pass the updates on to fix uh let's see in the meantime this is not an issue that cs has the ability to resolve so if you submit a ticket uh they're going to close it 
And so they're working on it. But what I heard in another show is remember there's that little spot on um Odessin where you can get uh past companions if you want. Them. Right, yeah. So if that's the case, I would just go there and grab them. Yeah, you, I, that's what I would guess. That's what I would do. But that's just me. Anyway, they're working on it as of now. <laughs> well, good. There was an issue with companion uh um collection unlocks as well. Uh they weren't they didn't have the right prices. And so they were like inflated prices. It should have been like 400 when it was actually more. And, um, so there were, they, they fixed that. And there was an issue with character transfers. They took them down for a bit. It should be resolved now while you listen to this, but that was happening as well. Okay. And, um, there was something else too about unable to delete characters after last patch. And I think they're working on that one as well. Weird. That's an odd thing. I don't remember this one. Oh, there was an issue this morning with deleting characters, uh, but it should now be resolved. So whatever it is, uh, it should be good. All right, man. I think that's pretty, I think that's pretty good. Uh, yeah, no, I think it's a little quick, uh, little quick thing. Yeah. Um, I feel bad people couldn't hear us before. They might have stuck around a little longer, but whenever you're in a chat room and, you know, you can't hear the people in the chat room, you should probably say something. Yeah. Or the stream, I should say, not chat room. Yeah, good point. No big deal. No big Thanks. deal. Thank you. Uh, Thank you, lady. Lady for doing that. So I appreciate that. I was raised to do one thing. Got nothing to fight for. Nothing will stand in our way. I will finish what you started. Nice. Here we are, Star Wars section. And uh, thanks to everybody in the chat room, those that had to leave. We appreciate Lady being in there and uh, people hanging out with us. And and this is a little more unorthodox than we normally do. Obviously, we have been bouncing around a little bit, but it is okay. Yes, it is okay. Uh, are you? <laughs> Good God, man. <laughs> Seriously. Uh, let's go straight to what you put in here. Since you are not paying attention. So Sorry, here we go. Well, I'm getting a different picture for you. Oh, but no, here can... we go. Dude, I hate you so much. No, I put much. this in here. So TBS and Disney XD, and this is typical. And by the time you listen to this, this is over. But I love that they do this. Uh, TBS is um, doing a May the 4th all-day Star Wars stream. And Disney XD is going to do a uh, marathon of Freemakers adventures. So, uh, and, and, like oh, back, yeah. and like back in the day, which was, which was really kind of cool to be able to TBS always kind of did this. Like you could jump on there at certain times of year, uh, certain times of the year and actually, you know, watch star Wars back to back. You know, I grew up with commercials, obviously, but I grew up in Southern California and I mean, this isn't star Wars, but it's, it's geek stuff. But, um, I remember every, uh, every Easter on channel five out of LA, which is KTLA. Yeah. Uh, they did a, a, a twilight zone marathon. Yeah. There you go. And I love marathons on TV. And, and you know what's funny? Crazy side note. The other night, um, Kate and I were watching something. And you know how when you're watching something on, on direct TV or whatever, and then you bounce back to real TV and all of a sudden you're on a rag, you're on a channel. You didn't know what was going on. They're playing office space. <laughs> and I found myself and it was right in the beginning. And I found myself watching 40 minutes of it before I realized like, crap, this is what, not what I set out to watch. I love that movie. Anyway. That was a weird side note for a Star Wars section. So, J.J. Uh, Abrams made some comments about uh, Star Wars being a religion, not a movie. 
Well, you know, if you actually go to Australia, this is for our Australian listeners uh-huh, there, uh-huh. there's actually, I think there's a, a place on, like, their census form where enough people wrote it in for the Jedi religion. Right. So here's what he says. Yeah, Star Wars isn't a movie. It's a religion. But this religion people have, they don't always know how how fungible these things are. Fungible? That's a weird word. Um, and he said this to the rap. And he said, Abrams told a story about Harrison Ford sitting in the Millennium Falcon while filming The Force Awakens, and Mealy noticed that two yokes on the dashboard weren't there on the original Star Wars spaceship. Abrams said that was because our first movie was made on such a low budget they couldn't afford actual yokes with springs that stayed put, which The Force Awakens production budget could now accommodate. So the lack of authenticity was actually an improvement. Um, that kind of example uh, doesn't really illustrate Abrams' point, considering it was the actor who set on set who noticed it. Fans are likely to notice the change in Millennium Falcon as well. So the reason he's pointing this out is because he says, oh, well, we can afford the good stuff, so we're going to do it. But what does that do to Star Wars fans who it's a religion, not a, you know what I'm saying? Like, they're like, well, you screwed it up. Well, no, they're okay with changes as long as they're understandable. Because also, if you remember when the Force Awakens trailer came out and we saw a different... uh dish on the top and the right. different exhaust the square disc but dish, they, right? yeah but they explained it right all right so we have a bunch of uh star wars day gaming deals as well and this is on starwars.com i have a link in the show notes and really they have star wars force arena and this is an apple game i'm guessing um they have some deals yeah, on that's that a, that's an ipod game right uh star wars puzzle droids which i just heard about the other day is and this... actually if you look down under games i put the trailer for that oh did you now and then we have star wars pinball Super, super, oh, I love Super the Empire Strikes Back. It's great. Um, uh, Force Unleashed, um, bunch of stuff in here. So definitely check out the link I, in I there. I might try Star Wars Pinball. Yeah. Um, I actually am more intrigued with the puzzle one, but that's just because I play Marvel Puzzle Quest. It's, it, it looked at it and it's not quite the same. It's oh, not okay. as story intensive, oh. but it, if you look under games, I did, if you want to play the trailer, I put it in there. No, I'm not worried about the trailer. I just, I'll check it out. Okay. All right. So what do you think? We have books. Lots yeah, of books. books. Yeah. So they, uh, uh, comicbook.com or not comicbook.com uh it's a great new uh Un- unbound worlds sorry unbound worlds which talks about sci-fi and fantasy literature and stuff all right they're the ones that came out with an article talking about all the star wars books that are coming out this fall um in order we've got july 25th is going to be the battlefront 2 inferno squad book that we've talked about a few mm-hmm. times mm-hmm. september 1st is going to be phasma the book about phasma right um, the one I'm looking forward to most is October 3rd is called From a Certain Point of View. Ooh. And it's 40 different authors writing stories about the Star Wars universe. Oh, I love it. That sounds awesome. And then uh, Halloween is a book called The Legends of Luke Skywalker. And there's no description about anything about this. The only thing is the author tweeted a few days ago that he was writing it. Okay. What I – oh, so it's only one author? Yes. Because I was going to uh, guess that it was a collection of uh, short stories. No. Okay, here we go. Nope. Cool. Uh, all right, so New York, new Star Wars book dives deep in the history of the Force. So this is the one uh, that, what you mentioned earlier, the uh, the Wills. Right? Yes. And what's important about this is, uh, this is, okay, so Greg Rukta is what I'm guessing, forthcoming middle grade novel called Guardians of the Wills. It's focused on... Chirrut and Baze Malbus from, right. obviously from, uh, Rogue One. Rogue One. And that is going to dive deep into, uh, all of this stuff that we've kind of been, I don't know, I guess speculating, I suppose. 
Um, the title itself is proof that Lucasfilm Story Group is using the once discarded concept from Lucas himself, in which the Wills were an ancient race who conveyed the now ancient story of Star Wars to Lucas, effectively making it a storytelling device. So that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Very I'm, interesting. Yeah. No, I'm, I, I would like to know more about those two characters in particular, but at the same time, um, knowing more about the history of the Force itself would be pretty damn cool. Exactly. So. Especially if it builds on into Last Jedi. All right, so tell me about the new characters that are uh, involved in Han Solo. I don't know. Do we want to do it? I just put it in there for fun. Uh, I would rather not. Yeah, I, I, yeah, that's the problem. So we're almost done here, but uh, I'm gonna open it. Okay. So we have new characters revealed for the Han Solo movie. Now we kind of glossed over this last week a bit, um, and m- basically it was because we didn't want to kind of be spoiled, but. I mean, if it's just giving character descriptions, whatever, I think that's fine. I yeah, just don't want story. Yeah, exactly. So, in the wake of Emily Clark's comment that the secrecy, blah, blah, blah. Amelia. Amelia? What did I say? Emily. Hmm. Oh, it's the girl that plays uh, Targaryen in Game of Thrones. I uh, gotcha. So, the details are coming from Making Star Wars. Uh, after Jason War confirmed a few set reports in which a couple of characters' names in the new movie may have been revealed. One character's name is Val. Uh, who Ward himself speculates could play be played by Clark, um, but no source could confirm. And Val is referred referred to as being played by one of the top billed actors. So we okay. this is all speculation, obviously. And um, the report indicated the name Val was used on set at Pinewood Studios. Okay, that's cool. Uh, the other rumor says that another character is named Mother Proxima, who will be portrayed as a puppet. That's interesting. And a new character will be operated by, this new character will be operated by David Chapman, who is one of the puppeteers of BBA. Oh, awesome. That's pretty badass, actually. Yeah, that is cool. Um, so yeah, that's, I mean, I don't want to dive too deep into that, but I mean, uh, as we said on the, uh, stream we were on earlier tonight, um, the Han Solo movie has me kind of right. wary anyway. So I, 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 I don't mind kind of jumping in there and seeing what's up. No, of so, course not. Okay. Yeah. What else we got? Um, so I, this just came out today, but, uh, you know how you always get like little tidbits about the, the actual process? Mm. Um, well, Ryan Johnson, who, uh, wrote and is direct and has directed the, uh, Last Jedi, he purposely asked Abrams to change something in The Force Awakens. Interesting. And Abrams did it because it was early enough in the process. And what he asked him to do is originally, I guess, at the end of Force Awakens, um, when Ray goes off to, find luke um as we know now she took r2d2 with her right in the original script she was supposed to take bb8 with her oh okay okay but johnson who was starting to write episode eight um knew how little screen time r2d2 got in in force awakens and wanted to tell more story around him and so he said hey can you leave bb8 back at the at the uh at the, the base, base, right, and have her take R two D two because I want to delve into the R two D two stuff. And he said, "Absolutely, oh cool." And so that it, it just that shows that Ryan Johnson is going to be giving a lot more storytelling time to R two D two. Nice, which is one of the big drawbacks from Force Awakens. Yeah, no, that sounds good. Yep, good. All right, dude, are we done? Uh, yeah, we're well. Like I said, if you go, uh, if you look at our show notes and go in our games, you can watch the trailer for the uh, Star Wars Puzzle Droids. And there's a lot of um. There's not a lot of Star Wars news out right now. and I No, think I honestly think they're holding it all back for D23. They are. And what's interesting about D23 
is it's a week before San Diego Comic-Con. It is. And we'll talk more about Comic-Con later, but uh, having it a week before San Diego Comic-Con was why people were thinking that Marvel wasn't going to come to San Diego, but they are, which we talked about a few right. weeks ago. So I think they it, and I heard this on another show, it makes sense mostly because it's like, why would we not have two weeks of promotion instead of just one? Exactly. <laughs> you know, so it makes sense. Um. Let's get to our last section, dude. And we don't have a whole heck of a lot, but you know, uh, I am, I'm happy with the news that's out this week. I think it's got some cool stuff. Yeah, there's some cool stuff. I can't imagine any kind of future where I am a hero. Well, you're not. In the future, none of you are heroes. You're legends. All right. So I'm going to leave the May the 4th up there because it's May the 4th. Yes, it is. Uh, but uh, we're in our usual roundup section, and we'll start with real reviews, as we always do. It's just basic TV and movie news. But I was actually somewhat more excited about this one than I thought I'd be. thought you would be. And um, the top of the thing here is Roseanne. Uh, there's a Roseanne revival in the works. Yeah, I heard about this. It seems to be on – it's happening. Yeah, I think I heard about this on Babylon last mm-hmm. week. They talked and, about it. Um, um, you know what's really interesting about it is, um, well, Goodman's back, Roseanne's back, and the what's her name's back as well, Sarah Gilbert. Yeah. Um, she's, I think she's currently on The Chew, is the show that she's on. Oh, okay. But, um, the thing that kind of I'm curious about, especially since Goodman's back, is Goodman died in the original series. Yeah, that's what I so hear. And I didn't finish to, the series, but yeah, because how are basically what happened was that he dies and, well, and well, they win the lottery. Spoilers. Yeah, I do remember Seriously, the lottery this is like thing. Twenty years almost. No, I remember the lottery thing actually. Yeah, and that was the whole last season. Right. But what they did is at the end of the season they wrote it off that no, they didn't actually ever win the lottery. Um, Dan died of the heart attack that he'd had at the be- at the end of the previous season, and all of that was Roseanne writing out her grief. Okay. Okay. So that's interesting. But I also want to know is how is this going to affect other, uh actors that have now moved on to i hate to say bigger and better but more more recent things because i mean roseanne was huge um like say johnny galecki from big bang theory or sarah chalk who went on to do scrubs in how i met your mother right right um they they're both involved so uh, laurie metcalf who's okay you know think about it roseanne turned into the big bang theory because sarah gilbert was in big bang theory johnny galecki laurie metcalf who plays sheldon's mother was roseanne's oh yeah sister. she was yeah 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 I like I like the I like that actress. Oh, she, she's she, great. She makes me. Well, laugh. she also did the voice of uh, Andy's mom in the Toy Story movies, and not only that, but she was great in uh, uh, JFK and a whole bunch of other stuff. So yeah, she's fantastic. Uh, they've actually come out. You know, they've been talking about Game of Thrones spinoffs for a while now, but it leaked kind of today talking about four possibilities. Okay. Um, because it turns out that not only are they looking at one spinoff, they are actually considering four. Um, we, and they don't know what they are, but these are the possibilities that, um, this writer for, uh, comicbook.com came up with. And, uh, I'll go over them really quickly here as I scroll down. Um, but it says Entertainment Weekly has confirmed that, uh, Game of Thrones is going to be looking at four of them. All right. So the first one is talking about the time period called the Long Night. And it's way deep in Westeros' past, and it's the first time the White Walkers it broke through into the north. Okay. 
And it's uh, about that time period that was, I guess, uh, 20 years. And um, it's when the ancestors of the Starks and the men of the North uh, built the original wall. Interesting. Okay. So they're looking at that. They're also looking at... I. Here's the thing with the, the Game of Thrones spinoff. I mean, I honestly feel like with... Oh, man. I, with Game of Thrones, with all these very established, very wide-reaching universes, like, you can go anywhere with it, but really it comes down to the story and the characters you choose. Yeah, well, absolutely. Well, the, the kind of following up with this really quick before I get into the other three is uh, these are... The, the showrunners are going to be back for these, and uh, George R. R. Martin is going to be behind a lot of the story. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so then uh, the other three concepts were... Uh, another uh, thing is the Targaryen conquest. And so this is when the Targaryens made it to uh, King's Landing and combined all seven se- separate kingdoms. Yeah, and, and that makes a lot of sense. Uh, the upside to that particular storyline is, well, there's an upside and a downside. The downside is production value because you were talking a lot of fighting, war stuff, special right. effects. But the upside is you get the backstory of it before... Um, and honestly, if they went that route, they, you would see probably, I'm guessing, a young Jamie Lannister. Um, and no, because this is 300 years before, I believe. Oh, I thought you were talking about uh, the overthrow of the... Um... No, 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 no. Oh, I know what you're talking this about. This is when yep. the Targaryens took over. I got gotcha. not... you. Yeah, okay. I got confused. But talking about that, you. talking about Robert's War, Yeah, that is also a concept they're looking at when Robert was younger, when Stark was younger, and Jamie killed... Right. And why not do that? I mean... You know, explore, obviously follow Jamie around and, and basically do a, uh, you know, how he got Kingslayer, right. you know, that kind of thing. Right. I think that'd be interesting. And then the fourth one is the original Dance of Dragons. Yeah. Which is the, uh, Targaryen Civil War, uh, that took place, which basically slaughtered all the, all the dragons. Gotcha. Now, the biggest thing going uh, about that one is that it, um, it's going to be very expensive to produce because yeah. you have so many CGI dragons. Well, and it, I, I think they really just have to see how the next season goes. And if if they keep it up, if Martin comes out with that other book, that's a big part of it, too, yeah. I think. All right, let's go back to what we skipped a minute ago. Doctor Who Companion may return for the 2017 Christmas special. I love the Christmas specials. I'm a big fan of Doctor Who, yeah, obviously. It's usually where they introduce the new Doctors. Uh Usually, and also you also get um, a little. They can bring, they can bring doctors in from before. They can bring characters in before. And what I love from is before, like the first time we ever saw Donna, yeah, was in a Christmas episode, and then she didn't actually become a companion for another year and a half. Exactly, exactly. So uh, the idea behind this is they're saying that Clara Oswald will probably come back for this next Christmas special, which, um, which, which not makes as sense. much of a surprise because she just left. <laughs> well, yeah, but, uh, it's not like they're going to bring in, um, I, it would actually be really more interesting if they bring in, uh, you know, Amy Pond or something like that. Yeah. You know I, I mean? Actually, I would love for them to finally bring Donna back, even though they, you know, her memory was wiped. Right. And, and, and I think that's why they're bringing in Clara right. is because, well, honestly, I think it would be great to have Donna come in again. Yeah. But she doesn't know anything about it. But her, uh, um, so for her to experience the first knowledge of it again. Right. And hear, uh, oh, yeah, okay. space, man. <laughs> All right. I'm with you. All right. So let's get to movies. Chris Pratt, uh, he's behind this cowboy ninja Viking thing. 
Have you heard about this? Uh, I did not, but you skipped a... Oh, did I skip some? Did I? Oh, shoot, I did. Uh, back to TV, because I skipped something. Uh, Mayim... I have to talk about this story. I have a really weird issue with this. Okay. It's not an issue. It's just it's just one of those things. Mayim Bialik and Melissa Rauch, uh, the, the, they play Bernadette and... Um, Look at me like that and wait for me to come up with a name. We're supposed to be a partnership, bro. Uh, I'll just look in the article. Amy. Because, okay. And Amy, uh, the bottom line is they were still negotiating. And we talked about this a couple weeks ago where the main cast was making, what, a million dollars an episode? Well, I think the big three were. And then oh, I th- no. And then I think it's more the than other- that. No, well, they make more than that. But I think the other two, the big three of. Kaylee Kuoko, Jim Parsons, and Johnny Galecki. They make more than everyone else. Yeah, they then re-sign the, their contracts. Right, then you have the second tier. Yep. Uh, who's uh, Wallowitz and... Um, why am I drawing a blank on it? Well, let me, let me, let me yeah, read you this. you just tell me. Let me read this last part because I think this is interesting. Because, so those guys were making about a million bucks an episode. Right. The main dudes. Before the new re-signing. Right. And so the two actresses I mentioned a minute ago, they finally reached an agreement. And they're both going to get $500,000 an episode. Okay. Which, you know, a lot of money. That's for the next 48 episodes. Okay. But the increase, uh, this is a major increase from their previous contract, but the rest of them took a cut. Okay. Um, okay. Well, that's cool. Yeah. So it sounds like a lot of money, but it says Kaylee Cuoco, Jim Parsons, Johnny Galecki, Kunal Noir, and Simon Helberg will each make $900,000 an episode. Because they each took a $100,000 cut in order to make yeah. sure they got the money they deserve, which I thought was kind of cool. No, that is very cool. Because, you know, the funny thing is, even though the other but, people have been on all 10 years, those other two have been on for like seven seasons. I'm raising my hand. Eh, what is a car? Okay. That's a lot of money for a sitcom, dude. It's a lot of money. It is. And the thing is, it's, it's so it's, much money. Okay. A million dollars an episode? Okay. Two for 48 here. episodes? Two things here. I'm no mathematician. Two things here. Okay. You got to remember, Friends was making, all six I Friends know. were making a million dollars an episode. That was in the 90s. Uh, no, it was 2003 and 2004. yeah. Okay. Cool. But the thing about it is, you have to remember, they're well into 10 years now, right? As it is right now. Once you get past five years, and you can start selling syndication, right? Yeah. No, that's where all the money is. And now they've had five years of syndication, plus deals with Netflix and Amazon, whatever they're doing there. They've made all that money back and then some. So now they're paying those people off, basically. And you got to remember, it's the same thing that happened with Frasier. No, I'm with you about... By the end of Frasier, yeah. Frasier Kelsey Grammer is making $2.2 million an episode. By the oh, end of... Wow. By the end of two and a half minutes... Kelsey Grammer. What did I say? I think you said Kelsey Frasier. I'm not sure what you said, but no, it wasn't... that's pretty funny. It wasn't Kelsey Grammer. Um, but by also <laughs> by the end of... Uh, oh, hey, Arjar. He said yeah, Amy. Yeah, thank you. Um, I And then it. by the end of... Uh, two, well, by the end of his time on Two and a Half Men, I believe Charlie Sheen was making Two and a Half Million. It's a lot of money. Um, so welcome to all the new people in the chat room. Thank you for being here. I, I tweeted out that we we're talking pop culture in case you want to join us. So Cartel stream must have and, ended. And see what's up, yeah. Or he uh, ran out of cartel coins. Well... <laughs> <laughs> Here we are. <laughs> All right, let's talk movies, dude. Uh, Chris Pratt, uh, as I said before, Cowboy Ninja Viking. Yeah, I've not is, heard about this. Well, this is based off of a graphic novel, uh, which I didn't know about. But he is really adamant about it and is still searching for a director for it. But from what I understand from the article, 
Um, everything else is in place. They're just trying to find someone to kind of spearhead it. So cool. that's cool. Uh, best of luck for that guy because uh, he's phenomenal. He's an awesome guy. Uh, we already in our trailer time talked about dark trailer, dark trailer, dark tower. Um, and that has been rated. And it is, it's pretty much ready to go, dude. And I am excited. Yeah, it, it was a really cool looking trailer. And, uh, I'm going to watch the trailer like 400 times after we're done. Yeah, you are. Just so you know. Um, but I'm going to get the official rating here really quick because I think that's important. I'm guessing PG 13, but I actually didn't open this up to find out. Is it rated? We have an ad playing probably. Um, well, it's ready to go. It doesn't say, oh, rated, meaning people are saying it's, uh, oh, okay, it's three point, okay, so they're rating it, not it has a rating. Okay, never mind. I don't want to talk about that. That's dumb. Do you, dumb. Do, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I got you. Yeah, they're rating it like, oh, it's this out of this and stuff. Right. Uh, so one of the things I want to talk about is the King Arthur, Legend of the Sword. Um, the test screenings were very successful. This is the fantasy movie I think that we need. For right now, well, what I think it has going for it is it's Guy Ritchie doing, um, doing a British property, and yeah. that's always when he's been the most successful. Yeah. Oh, and everybody left the chat room, so fine. Uh, the Crow producer uh, confirms the reboot will be rated R, which if it wasn't rated R, come on, the first one was rated R. Yeah, what's the point? Uh, but I'm still a little bit, I don't know about this one. I honestly wasn't a huge fan of the first ones, so really, hmm. I love the crow, dude. The crow was awesome. You didn't like the crow? I just I hmm. wasn't a fan. So chat room, I'm still looking for a new podcast partner, someone who likes the crow, <laughs> um, because the crow is badass, dude. Come on, you're badass. It still stands up, and homeboy died making it. Yeah, it's mm. all right. That's cool. Uh, casting news, just real super quick. Uh, Jeremy Renner, I think this is the most badass piece of casting ever. Jeremy Renner is cast as Doc Holliday. Oh, that's going to be good. In a new biopic. And I just think a Doc Holliday biopic, I cannot wait to watch. Uh, two things. First of all, um, have you seen Tombstone? Oh, yeah. Val Kilmer's Doc Holliday is going to be hard to surpass. If he can just come close to it. Arjar, thank you. You're my hero, dude. <laughs> He's watching us and Sakari at the same time. Thanks, Arjar. Multitasking at its best. Thanks, buddy. Um, but actually, when I was in Colorado, I actually stopped by Doc Holliday's grave, and that wow. was really cool. I would love to do that. I, and Tombstone's one of my favorite. If I if I had to name a western as my favorite, oh, yeah, so good, hands down, Tombstone. And we were talking about it last week when we were talking about Sam Elliott. Yeah. In the it's movie that performance, though. It's Sam Elliott. It's um, it's uh, Val Kilmer. It's it's these guys, I mean, that Doc Holiday is just so Yeah, it's iconic. Bill Paxton. Yeah. It's uh, um, Kurt Russell. Yeah. Everyone was great in it. They were great. Um, and I may or may not have, you know, had a little flask on mm -hmm. me when I went to Doc Holiday's grave. I, mean, well, I think you, that's important. How do you not? Well, I would have probably have three flasks. So <laughs> here we are. Good point. Um, so I'm excited. I don't know anything about this happening or when it's happening, but. I will no, I watch good casting. I will good watch casting. the mess out of that. I can't wait. So we have some release date stuff. Is there real how 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 has there been six Tremor movies? Uh they are huge. They're very similar to like the Saw movies and how they're very cheap to make and then mm. they so they make a lot of profit. Well, Tremor 6 is getting a release date. Do we even care? Uh I don't know. 
I, I again, this is another series I never really cared for. I just put it in here because we were talking release dates, but um, that is going to be released on January 30th, 2018. Okay. So, all you Trimmer fans out there, you get a new Trimmers movie next year. Word. You're welcome. I'm actually excited about this next one. I actually am too. Mila Kunis and Kate McKinnon, uh, they have a spy comedy coming in 2018. And I think that those two together, it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, well, Kate McKinnon, hands down, is probably one of the funniest no, women in comedy right now. She's brilliant. But Mila Kunis is so underrated as a comedian. I agree. Because Bad Moms was hilarious. Mm-hmm. I thought she was really good in uh, Friends with Benefits with mm-hmm. Justin Timberlake. Um, I thought she was one of the funniest parts of Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Yeah. No, she's Kunis is great, dude. I yeah. think, And don't forget, she does Family Guy yeah. for years. Oh, poor Meg. Uh, yeah, I love, I love that idea. And I think that's gonna be cool. Uh, Logan, uh, gets a Blu-ray release date. And so does Power Rangers. The Power Rangers. Let's see. Logan is releasing on May 23rd, 2017. That's actually here in a few weeks. Yep. Three weeks. Which is pretty cool. And that's actually what one week after they do the noir version of it, uh, which we saw at trailer time. And, um, let's see, June, June 13th, it looks like for Power Rangers. I think it'd be smart for them to include the, the Wolverine war or the Logan war. Yeah. yeah. I add that in. I I think, I mean, it it wouldn't take much and it would give people who actually buy the physical copy of it something else, you know? Absolutely. So, um, right. Well, that's the, the end of our real reviews. I actually have something not in the show notes I want to mention here. Seriously? I, I can't do it. I'm just kidding. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I'm looking at a thing. I think we're going. Then you add and stuff. I'm just kidding. Continue. Uh, well, the next section in our show notes should be one shot. And I will like to remind everybody that the day after tomorrow is Free <laughs> Comic Book Day. Yes. We didn't mention Free Comic Book Day. Free Comic Book Day never comes on a day where I can go. FCBD. Can I just tell you? It never falls in a day. We have all we have so much stuff going on every single. I don't. I okay. can go. Well, fine. So free comic book day. It's happening. Uh, that is this Saturday, May sixth. What time do they open up? Black door. Nine or ten. Something like I'll that. Have to be there at open. Yep. Cool. I might send you with some money. All right. So DC news. Uh, Aquaman. Honestly, this is the only thing we got DC, uh, DC wise. Uh, Aquaman yeah, well, is be is starting production this week. Well, not only are they starting production, but they released a new logo. Which yeah. is very cool. Is it nifty? Yeah, it's pretty cool. 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 Uh, Disney news. Uh, I love this piece of news. Yes. Dwayne The Rock Johnson wants the Wonder Woman director to oversee the Jungle Cruise. I think it's a good call. I think so, too. And we talked about Jungle Cruise uh, last yeah. week. Yeah. Um, last week, the week before. I don't remember. But um, I love that The Rock's in it. I love The Rock. And who doesn't love The Rock? Who doesn't love what The Rock is cooking? I, I smell I the rockets cooking. See, see how I did there? I'm just throwing that out there. I feel you, dog. All right, man. Uh, Fox News. Uh, we have some uh, Logan stuff, as we talked about. Logan Noir is getting released, um, and that is May 16th. That's what I wanted to bring up. Yeah. Uh, May Week 16th. And, and that's only a one-night thing. Yeah. That's a Tuesday, of all things. Well, it's a Tuesday. So here we are. All right. I don't know what else you want me to say. No, it's a Tuesday. All right, it's, tell me what's going on with today's the not Tuesday. Today's Thursday. I hate you so much. See, the cool thing about the days of the week is that they actually um, they go in the same order every time, so that people keep, keep track of things. So, like, if it's Tuesday, then the next day is Wednesday. <laughs> 
Oh. All right, there we go. I mean, X- you can show by yourself. <laughs> yeah, okay. X-Men Gifted is what the title of this show is working under. Yes. And uh, the pilot is, from what from what the this article I have in the show notes says, they're picking it up. They're ready for it. Yeah. And I think this comes in the wake of uh, success Legion. with Legion and everything else. So I think um, they're ready. They're ready to pick this up pretty quick. Cool. So uh, I'm ex- I'm really intrigued to see what they come up with. I have every, all the episodes of Legion recorded on my on my deal, and I haven't watched them yet because I was thinking the wife might watch them with me. I kind of forgot I had them. So maybe I watched I'll- the first one, but I haven't watched any of them since. Right. What'd you think? Oh, it was very entertaining. Okay. All right. Cool. We'll check it out. Marvel news, ready? Ready. This is a huge one, and and mostly just because it's just a lot of zeros. Marvel Cinematic Universe has grossed over eleven billion dollars worldwide. It's a lot of money. That's so much money. That's That's and all that's Disney money. Yes, it's all Disney money. There we are. This is the I think last week I said the fifth week. This is the sixth week that we're going to be talking about. Uh, gay, characters in, gay characters in pop culture. And this goes back to what we were talking about because I'm not, I'm not frustrated with the fact that we're talking about it. I'm frustrated with the fact that they feel like they have to keep telling us they're talking about it or thinking about it. Or it might happen. You know what I mean? So James Gunn says there could already be gay characters in the MCU. And this is one of those non stories that basically says like, Hey, some people like guys, some people like girls in the MCU, but. You know, it could go either and way, and who knows? And point that it's if we don't make it news, then wait until I get to my other story later. Okay. Uh, but yeah, this is essentially that, and and he's not saying much in this piece, but he's saying like, hey, you know, uh, sometimes people are into girls during this time of their life, and that kind of you know that kind of thing. But there are so many aliens and various other things going on, like all that should be blurred anyway, right? Exactly, because we don't know what. Who's it's and what's it's to have. Exactly. And so I don't, I don't know, man. I, I think it's interesting that we, that we are still talking about this every single week. Um, I'm thinking about keeping track of it. Yeah. Isn't it amazing the number of, uh, uh, female aliens that have mammalian mammary glands? Yes. Yes, it is. <laughs> <sighs> Moving, on. Moving uh, on. We have a bunch of Guardians of the Galaxy stuff and I, and I just put, as a blanket this week as Guardians of the Galaxy. I actually have Guardians of the Galaxy 4 news. Ooh. Are you ready for this? I do. So, first of all, Volume 2 opened to $101 million internationally. Huge. Which is massive. Um, It actually opened tonight in our little town. It's just about over well, it's now. Not, it's not Fast and the Furious international. No, money. no, no. That's fine. Um, But I'm hoping to go sometime this weekend and figure something out, hopefully. Yeah, one one reason I don't think it was as big as say, Fast and Furious is it didn't open in China yet, I don't think. Right. Um, And James Gunn uh, basically says it's a very different uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 4 well, he- in the future. And the main reason being is because... He's envisioning Guardians of the Galaxy 4 as not any of these characters. Right. Well, just like the Avengers or the right. X-Men, the lineup always changes. Right. Um, and actually, it was kind of funny when they announced Guardians of the Galaxy, some people were surprised by this particular lineup because yeah. it wasn't the most uh, most well-known from the original comic run. Interesting. Which wasn't a very well-known comic run anyways. But the two things that are funny about this is he's talking about Volume 4 just a few, a few weeks ago, we talked about how he said that this was ori- the original uh, lineup was going to be involved in a trilogy. So that right. makes sense. But it also came out this week that he started writing the third script oh, this cool. week. Oh, cool. Good. Um, this one is actually kind of cool. Uh, 
<laughs> well, not cool, but I feel bad for, but I love the commitment. Right. Chris Pratt actually got knocked out during a stunt. <laughs> okay. I, w- I want to say this is kind of funny because just last night I was watching a fail, fail video on YouTube. Uh-huh. And it was a uh, stunt people fails. And it showed the scene from uh, Return of the Jedi when Luke is on the skiff. Yeah. And he's trying to save blind Han Solo. Uh-huh. And he kicks a guy. <laughs> and the, he's like six inches away from the guy. And he still flies backwards, which oh, is awesome. Great. And then they showed the Batman v Superman. And it's the scene in the warehouse where Batman is like here and then there and then here. <laughs> and he's like, he goes and then he leaves. And he's like six feet away from the guy. And then he falls. Oh, I love it. Um, so check this out. He says, um, uh, let me find the spot. Uh, the actor said he and a stunt performer were doing a stunt, which required them to be suspended 15 feet in the air. The pair were meant to fall to the ground with controlled speed before landing on a mat. However, things didn't go as planned. And this is a quote from, um, from Chris Pratt. He says, they were going to drop us. We were going to land on a mat. I saw it and thought, that's a very, that's very fast. Shouldn't you slow that down? And they said, it's going to be half that speed. That's only half the speed. <laughs> when we did the stunt, I guess it accidentally doubled the speed. <laughs> so essentially, they dropped us in midair, Pratt explained. He said, while falling, Prince said he adopted a position which wouldn't hurt the stunt performer working with him, but it made him take a hard landing. And he said, I turned this way and bounced my face off the mat. I saw a flash of yellow and it tasted like smoke in my mouth. Pratt finished. Uh, so yeah, no um, that's, that's not good, but also kind of funny. Do uh, you smell toast? Yeah. Are you having a stroke? Do you taste pennies? <laughs> uh, last thing here in Guardian stuff, Dave Bautista wants a solo Drax movie and, uh, uh of course he does. Who doesn't want their own movie? I know, right? But a, a solo Drax movie. And the well, reason I put this in here, that'd be a lot of fun. Well, Karen Gillan also came out this week and said that she wants a solo Nebula movie. But yeah, and I'm with you, but. Think about a solo Drax movie for a second. You could take that in a very, I don't want to say Logan way, but you could take it in a very dark, like, when he lost his family, what happens after that kind of thing. Okay, you Um, know what I would love? I would love for him to show up as one of the gladiators in Thor Ragnarok. Oh, that'd be cool. But what I'm saying, yeah, yeah, that. But I'm saying, like, what happens after he loses his family? How deep does it go? And... And have it be a re- revenge flick where he's chasing down uh, exactly uh, Ronan, and then and then have him and then have it stop at Guardians when he joins the when team. when he when meets he, the team when he meets him in the jail exactly I think that'd be cool okay I could be on board. or how he got in prison would be the yeah. end of the movie right um, should we get the the defenders coolness yes uh, so from what I understand the defenders and we watched the trailer during trailer time. But uh, Defenders will take place very soon after Iron Fist. Cool. Which I think is cool. Um, there's a badass poster. Have you seen that poster? I have not. But open, I the, o- o- open the poster because you got to post that. Um, that is super cool. So I have a link in the show notes to the Defenders banner poster. And uh, it's pretty sick if you like cool stuff, which I do. Oh, there's a bunch of pictures in here. There's some cool. Oh, that's sick. Sticks there and like, oh, that's sick. There's a lot of photos in here. Oh, we're all looking at photos in the chat room. Can't see it. So I'm going to move on, but that's okay. And the showrunner is detailing, uh, the show's street level story. So let me, I want to find, there's a, there's a quote in here I want to, I want to talk about really quick. But I guess the idea behind the defenders is obviously defending New York, obviously, but 
what is interesting is that it's going to be a very kind of like the other one. It says the defenders has uh, street level stuff that everyone loved about the other shows. It's about a bunch of strong willed people who are very happy to work independently, but realize they have to work together and that they're much stronger together. Um, and it says it was quite a journey to keep them all involved and active every point. Um, so yeah, I mean, how do you get four people who really hate others, <laughs> you right. know, together and stay together? I think that's important. I can't wait to see how the dynamic works out. I think it'd be fun. Black Panther news. Yes. Will Black Panther introduce the MCU's first openly LGBTQ character? Yeah, when you mentioned earlier, I knew this was where you going. You knew this where I was going with this, right? <laughs> um, I don't know. Will it? I mean, what I'm saying is this. Uh, we've been talking about this a ton, and it's going to keep coming up, and it might happen. Uh, I'm not sure what the couple is, to be honest with you, and I don't really care. But the bottom line is, um, at some point, the MCU is going to have to cross that barrier, right? And is it going to be Black Panther? Is it going to be before? Like, you know, where are we going to go with it? Right. So, And, uh, you know, to paraphrase Joss Whedon, mm. why do you keep talking about so many LGBTQ characters? Because he keep asking me. Yes. <laughs> uh, and Runaways, Marvel's Runaways, has ordered a series at Hulu. Awesome. And we talked about this months and months ago. Yeah, so it's um, Hulu, so it's got to be, what, 10 episodes? Usually they're around 10, I think. Um, I know, um, what was it? Uh, Man the High Castle, I believe. I think, it was 10. I think that was 10. So somewhere around there, 10 or 12. Uh, but yeah, so that's happening. And so let's get to convention stuff and then we're going to get out of here, dude. Um, before we get to convention news, um, we are going to, we're solidifying. I, it looks more like Saturday, day by day. Right. It looks more like, uh, our pucked cantina. Will be on Saturday, uh, of which is what May or uh, July twenty second. Uh, yes, that would be July twenty second. July twenty second, and um, our meetup. We have a ton of people that already said are going to be there. I'm actually going to order another microphone, um, because I think we're going to need it. Um, but it's going to be a lot of fun. So if you're planning on being in San Diego during Comic Con, uh, definitely check out Pucked. Uh, that is the passionately usual Carillion Trap Cantina. Uh, and we're going to be there, a bunch of other podcasters and friends from all these years. Um, it's going to be good. Yeah, it should be a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, so Conan is returning to SDCC. Yeah, and, and I, won- a- I, I wonder <laughs> if... Uh, um, Chinook. Yeah, if Chinook will get tickets and win something. Yeah, he probably will. Uh, but they're going to do their usual uh, nights of recording at the Spreckles Theater. Um, and usually what they do is a lottery for that. Right. Um, you uh and they do it through iota uh ticketing uh-huh. so basically you say i want tickets for this night and you either get them or you don't right they do standby and stuff as well uh and then two blog two furious um that is uh um sandy what is it undercover. Uh, yeah unofficial blog uh san diego comic-con unofficial blog they're going to, instead of their big, big event and chairman of the SDCC, they're going to do a meetup, basically, of just them talking to people. Cool. And that's at McFadden uh, Bar. We'll go get liquored up. And uh, that's on Wednesday night. So if you don't have preview night tickets and you're in town, check that out. We'll probably end up there, is probably. my guess. So if um, you see us, come and meet us there. Yeah, come meet us there. And then Suicide Girls, Um, I like to end with. Well, before you end with that, why don't you tell them what we got tickets for this week? Oh, 
We did. We got tickets for Fat Man on Batman. Kevin Smith and Mark Bernard. And that is going to be Saturday night of 9.30. So if you want to go to a show with us, tickets are still on sale. Yeah, just go to the American Comedy Club. Mm -hmm. And the cool thing about the American Comedy Club is as long as they haven't sold out for the event, you it's open seating. So you just have to get there early. And so that's why I think if our event, if our puck cantina is actually on Saturday, we might move the time forward so that we can get there early in case other people want to go to the event. Because last um, year we got front row seats and yeah. got to shake hands with Bernard and Smith. Yeah, that was sick. All right. So that's the goal. Also, one great thing about American Comedy Club is they have a, uh, a they usually do a two for one special deal during yeah. the Saturday, uh, during SDCC. And we got some nice shots. We met some really cool people there too. Really cool people. Um, and hopefully we'll see them again this yeah, year. That so that'd be, be cool. cool. Anyway, uh, so we're about done, man. Suicide Girls, the last thing for San Diego Comic Con stuff, uh, is doing their Blackheart Burlesque tour. And I believe if you don't know Suicide Girls, uh, you can see them online. They're um, very genre, yeah, um, models. It's, it's a really cool thing. Um, and that is July 21st, which is the Friday night, uh, 930 to 1130. And tickets are $26 to $75. Indeed. So, man, we did a lot tonight. We did, and it's still only 10 o'clock. We're killing it. Killing it. <laughs> All right. Thanks for tuning in to The Usual Podcast. If you have comments or questions, you can find us at usualpodcast.com. Email us at theusualpodcast at gmail, gmail.com. And we're on Facebook, Google+, Pinterest, Instagram, Twitch, and YouTube. I am at Dark Pops on Twitter. Will is at Imo Griggs. And we're on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Google Play. Find us on all your favorite podcatchers and rate us and like us and share us and stuff. Do that. Uh, Patreon.com slash usual podcasts. If you want access to some of the Patreon exclusive stuff that we do, um, definitely uh, jump on there. And if you just a buck or two and you can get our blooper reels, uh, trailer time, all that kind of stuff. And um, we're working on more rewards as we speak. Over the summer, I'm going to restructure that whole thing so it's gonna be badass and um audibletrial.com slash usual podcast if you have not checked out the new thrawn novel by timothy zahn uh definitely check that out uh mark thompson who was actually actually a guest on the passionate casual podcast a couple weeks ago uh definitely check that out and you can get a free audiobook on us and other than that what do you think my friend what do you think uh i'm thinking we had a good night of uh podcasting Indeed. and uh, streaming with the uh, kid lee was a lot of fun yep uh, we had a good sword tour section and watched some good trailers, including the Dark Tower. Yep. And uh, I think everybody should be having a fun. Have a fun. And we'll see you all next week. Peace.